Welcome to Cultivation Conversation, a podcast for growers by growers. This will be unscripted, freewheeling conversation between two buds with different perspectives. We hope to shed some light on some of the often confusing and controversial topics in the world of cannabis cultivation, from planning and setup to germination and harvest, with everything else in between. We want you to sit back, relax, get something to smoke on, and enjoy the show. This should be fun. Thanks for listening. Welcome to the Cultivation Conversation Podcast. My name is The Real Green Monster. I'm here with my buddy, Captain Autoflower. Today, we're going to talk about autoflowers and photo periods, the differences between the two, some of the pros and cons, and a few things in between. How you doing today, Captain? I'm doing really well. I'm doing really well. I'm happy to be here. I'm very excited to start this new project with you and I'm ready to unleash some of the information and knowledge we both have on, onto all the unsuspecting listeners of the world out there. <laughs> they don't know what they're in for. <laughs> no, no, they do, but they will soon find out. Yeah. We have both uh, talked about doing a podcast for a while. Uh, it's something I wanted to do. Um, don't necessarily have the, the time always. Um, so when we had discussed this, I said, you know what? I, I think this would be a, a really good opportunity for two buds uh, to get together with, you know, some kind of different perspectives on, on growing and, and do it together. It'd be way more fun. For sure. For sure. Um, you know, I love, love my autoflowers. Um, and I know you're more of a photo period guy. I also know that uh, I like growing organically and in soil and that you yourself are more of a cocoa guy and a mega crop sort of grower, if I'm not mistaken. No, no, that's how I roll. You know, we we both come at it from different places, but um, at the end of the day, I think we both agree that we, we like smoking really good weed and we like we like growing really good weed too, so uh, you know we can we can agree on that, and we definitely disagree on other things too. So you know it'll be a fun conversation. Oh yeah, man. Listen, if uh, you can't disagree on certain things and, and still have a civil conversation, then you're just not being an adult, and you have to look be able to look at things from a different perspective. And I I often just tell people uh, when you know they ask me for advice. You know, and I I look and I see they're you know doing things all right. I say, look, man, just just do what works for you. Um, you don't necessarily have to change if you're doing something and it's working for you. All the power to you, man. Just just keep rocking. Amen. As long as you're growing yourself Amen. some good medicine. You know what? That's what else? What it's all about, man. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, you, you talk about yourself and you know obviously Captain Autoflower. No explanation needed. You're an Autoflower guy. What drew you towards, you know, growing autos as opposed to photos? Um, I think primarily it was it was the speed. Um, you know, coming at it as a new guy, you know, not having jars full of medicine yet, I was like, oh, how am I gonna how am I gonna fill these up in the quickest way possible? And the answer is autoflowers. Um, most breeders will advertise that their seeds can be grown from seed to harvest in somewhere between eight to 12 weeks. But we all know that you should never trust the numbers on the package of a breeder. So, yeah, a lot I of that's environment-based. Always add based. a couple weeks. 
Yeah, at least a couple, right? Uh, yeah, some of them say, what, 55, 65 days. I've yet to see one that really finishes in less than, than 70 to 75 days, personally. It's true. And, and yeah, you're right. It, it is a lot of it's environmental-based, and if you're really blasting them with light, I mean, shit, they, they could finish fast. But uh, um, just a general rule, I say to most people... Uh, give your autos 12 weeks to finish, and, and they should do just fine in that time frame. Yeah, yeah, generally speaking, I, I think you're right. But I think that, you know, for me, though, that was the big draw. It was, it was you can have your own medicine. Uh, you know, we're, we're talking with the drying process, the curing process, and all that. It, it's going to take you four, four months, four solid months to be smoking your, your homegrown. So, um you know, that was, that was great as opposed to looking at like a 16, 18 week grow just for a, a photo period strain, if that's what you wanted to do. So that's the route that I took and, uh, um, I never looked back really. Well, it, it makes sense. Um, you know, when you, you look at the time aspect, um, you're, you're going to be able to, to finish, you know, generally speaking, uh, a lot quicker, um, than, than a photo period grow. Uh, most people, you know, want to veg their, their plants out at least a month, um, you know, if sometimes, it not, if not more, if you're trying to fill out a scrog. Um, there are other people that like to grow in a sea of green, and they can uh, go from, you know, 12, 12, day one. But I don't know if you've ever done any research doing that. It still takes the plant a couple of weeks, you know, of growing before it will start shooting off any type of, of uh, flower development. It has to, you know, get some sort of uh, sustained growth with a few nodes before it'll it'll start flowering right away but so you can start a 12 12 light cycle from day one yep absolutely absolutely and it, it will like trigger the plant to flower but you're, you're saying it has to actually like go through a couple initial standard phases you know weeks of growth to actually hit that flowering phase correct now um, generally okay. speaking most strains are going to show you something within uh, 10 to 14 days that once you flip to flower, but when you start from 12 12 It usually takes at least three weeks in my experience before you start to see uh, any type of, of flower development um, But a, a lot of people cool. do that in a in a sea of green method, you know No training small plants and like half gallon or one gallon pots and you know uh, You just so that wouldn't a take long at all then theoretically. I mean if it's a uh you know, eight, 10 week flowering strain, then that that's what it takes you. Maybe, maybe 11 weeks. Correct. Now the challenge with, with that though, for a lot of people is, is plant count, right? Um, here in Massachusetts, um, you know, you're only allowed six uh, per adult up to 12 per household and in, in every state and, and area it's different for other people. So um, a lot of times that's not appealing to other people. Um, gotcha. but yeah, it's just a, just a different method of growing, kind of getting off topic a little bit, but, um, hey, you know, that's some people, some people just aren't concerned about the, uh, the legalities of the whole situation either. So <laughs> kind of grow at your own risk, never, you know, never know. That's, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Myself personally, I'm, I'm a photo guy. Uh, I started growing photos. I, I cut my teeth growing photos. Um, and I, I grew a love for the plant, right? Um, had to stop growing for a while. Um, I had a child. Things, you know, change in, in your life. You're not able to, you know, keep things going. Um, and 
I, I really wanted it to, to look back into growing personally and I'm seeing you know these these auto flowers and I, I was quite impressed because I tried growing uh, autos I don't know way back uh, I, I think I had some lowrider number two or something like that okay. and that was supposedly that must have been like 2010-ish. Yeah, some, something around that time. I, I really don't remember. I'm, I'm terrible with timelines. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I, I grew them out, and the smoke was, you know, mediocre at best, really. And the yields were, were terrible. So that was, you know, really my first experience with autoflowers. And that was a lot of people's first experience with autoflowers. And that's kind of how that they've, you know, gotten a bad name. But you know, what people don't realize is that, you know, strain in particular, lowriders, is where really it all started, right? Um, yeah, yeah. It's where autos got a good name and a bad name <laughs> simultaneously mm -hmm. from from lowrider. Low I mean, some people took that plant and, and they saw the potential in it, and some people discarded it as ditch, ditch weed you know mm -hmm. never wanted to touch it again um and in in the 10 years since um, most people would probably re remember low riders going around or their their first encounter with auto flowers there is no question that they have come light years from where they started oh and light years i, is, I would put <laughs> it's an under yeah, explanation dude, it's in like my I, opinion I'd put the the flowers that I grow, um, you know, up against most people's photo periods, and and you would not be able to tell the difference. Uh, they're just as frosty, just as many terps. I get you just as high, and it, the the bag appeal's all there. I mean, it's what's not to like. They're they're they've really really done a lot of work, um, and that's a testament to the breeders. They these guys are artists and. Um, they make it they make my job as a grower really easy so <laughs> hats off to hats off to guys that are doing it right you know everyone knows who they are it's it's mephisto night owl um rock bud it's um mandalorian it's fire buds um there's lots of others so there's um i could keep going man but you know, the, unfortunately, the the thing is, there's lots of uh, bunk autos too. Oh yeah, man. Um, I mean, I'm I'm not afraid to 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 say it like it is. I I had some autos from Barney's Farm. Um, really not happy with those at all. Um, they grew monsters, right? But they uh, the terps and, and everything on them was was really a, you know left a lot to be desired. Um, at least they grew big. That's the so I mean, you had that now. That's the thing with autos is it's it's all in the breeding, man, and and it's so hard to to get the good seeds. That for for beginners, you're not going to encounter those seeds right off the bat. A lot of times, you're going to come across, um, you know the the bunk autos. Unfortunately, um, we all know who they are. Uh, do I need to name names? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> so for for me, I started I started like on a pretty decent track. I got I got a hold of some Dutch Passion. Nice. Um, you know they like. I would compare them to Barney's Farm. To be honest, they grew huge, man, and they were they were nice plants. Um, but like you said, like the terps were just not quite there yet. Um, and 
you know, these other guys have taken it to a whole new level, whole new level. And it's, it's not even, not even in the same ballpark anymore. No, I, I would agree. And so when I wanted to get back into it myself, uh, Mephisto was, was the, you know, they were the guys who caught my eye and, uh, you know, they were, um, I was on the, uh, autoflower network and I seen what people were, were doing with, with, uh, some of their strains. And I was really impressed. Um, the, the buds looked super frosty. People described the turps and everything. And I was like, you know what? I, I think I'll give it a go. So I ordered, I wish I remember what my first, uh, order from them was. I, I want to say it was three bears OG. Um, okay. And it came with a Classic. freebie. Yeah, it came with a freebie too. I don't remember what the freebie was, but um, that's what's great about uh, ordering from them. If if you don't know out there, is they call it the meth meth math, where they they throw in a whole bunch of extra seeds that they didn't didn't pay for. It's yeah, really cool. I mean they they really do take care of people when you order. Um, the 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 thing about it was is I, I was still skeptical though. So I, um, I set up a, a DWC system, an RDWC system with a couple of totes uh-huh. and I, I let them rock and, uh, I was blown away. Um, it, uh, not so much with the yield, the three bears OG wasn't the biggest yielder. Uh, it was still pretty good. I think I ended up with like five or six ounces off her and the, uh, the, the Terps though, unbelievable. And I was sold yeah. uh, after yeah. that. I, I said, you know what, um, for my situation at the time, um, they really worked well for me and, uh, I, I was a, a converted believer after that. Um, so, you know, that's cool. That's cool. So uh, two things, man, as one is that DWC is actually, from what I understand, uh, the like preferred way to grow enormous autoflowers. They just take to that system for some reason or another. Um, they'll just explode. Um, and two is, yeah, yeah, that's Mephisto, man. Like they kind of pioneered the, uh, really sculpting the terp profiles of these autoflowers. Um, and now that's what it's all about. Um, if you don't have the frost, if you don't have the aromas, it's just, it's not gonna, it's not gonna fly. Um, and what they do is actually cross photo period strains into auto flowers and that's a whole crazy process in and of itself so like they're taking their favorite photo period strains and breeding them with cannabis ruderalis and then you know br- taking them to five six seven generations down the line having to isolate that auto flowering trait and then breed back in all of the things that they loved about that, that photo period plant so it's like it takes these guys years to to release some of these strains it's actually incredible yeah and that's what people don't realize um in my opinion i'm not the most knowledgeable when it comes to breeding but i would say that breeding autoflowers is probably uh probably a lot harder uh in, in my opinion um you know unless you're a lot of these um people now we're, we're blessed right um, these breeders because you get to work with other people's stuff um, and, you know, work with what other people may have or cross, you know, 
self-pollinating s1s you know there's all sorts of different yeah, options yeah. now if you just want to you know cross different auto flowers with other auto flowers that's that's cool man and that's definitely there's breeding in that and, and you can get some really great plants out of that but like doing it where you're you're taking an auto and you're crossing it with something that's not an auto at all and then what you want is to sell seeds that are guaranteed auto flowers but somewhat resemble that photo period plant that you worked with and you're, absolutely you know, that that's the that's the appeal for some of these strains of uh, mephistos at least and from what i've experienced with their strains they, they actually do a really good job of uh, bringing out some of those characteristic characteristics of the photo period strain it's it's really a testament to great breeding so. yeah yeah and um there are a lot of uh other people do too like we had talked about you know doing doing it well um oh for sure man it's not just them it's no, not just them. no shout out to brothers and farms too uh all my boys over yep. there uh doing some amazing things with autos and photos um so um but we, we've talked about you know a lot of the pros with autos right what about the cons um you know let, let me start by saying you know in my opinion I, I think some of the cons right off the bat um they can be slightly less forgiving Right. And what I mean by that is, um, let's say you've overfed, um, you know, during the first, you know, two to three weeks of that plant's life. In my experience, I've seen them get stunted pretty heavily. And once they get stunted um, and, and start flowering, it's it's pretty hard to recover from that as far as, you know, getting any type of, of you know, yield. Right. That's definitely the case, man. Um, they're they're very sensitive early in life, at least in my experience too. Um, and at least for beginners, a lot of times they want to like love their plants a, a lot. <laughs> like they want to know, water them and do whatever, you know, give them whatever that they think they need. And, and a lot of times it's just, they're better left alone, man. And um, they'll, they'll be fine. They're, they're pretty resilient plants, believe it or not. Um, it's just, they're better left alone yeah a lot of times yeah now there are people that transplant and have success with that but my oh, yeah. thing is is I'm, I'm always in the mindset i try to start them in their final pot and, and, and leave it leave it be that's I, I you know i try to do that too um to be honest i if i have the room i'll put them in their final pot um but i right now i have three autos going in some solo cups right now where i, I do like the stackable method where you can um it's a red solo cup on the outside, a clear solo cup on the inside, and you you cut like a slit through the clear solo cup. So oh, yeah. you just kind of remove that thing and um, just Get take that Get a sneak peek whole, of the roots. Yep, yep. You can see your root development, and then you just take that whole piece of plastic off, pop that whole bitch in that big pot, and you're, you're good to go. Nice. Nice. <laughs> but it's, uh, you know, it... It's whatever works for you. I've seen a lot of people say that it's actually you're you're you have a easier time stunting an autoflower by overwatering in a big pot than by transplanting from a solo cup. I think that that's a, a very uh, 
fair fair thing to say. Um, that's the thing when you know people want to overwater these plants, and overwatering is probably the most common mistake for any new grower. It's tough. So if you're to, putting, yeah, exactly, and if you're putting this little auto flower, you know, you're starting it in its final pot, and if that's a five gallon pot, like I use, um, it. it it can happen that it's just oversaturated to start with. And um, sometimes the roots don't want to quite grow into an oversaturated part of the medium. It has no, to do with like ox do oxygen dissipation and stuff like that. A whole bunch of sciencey stuff that I don't want to deal with. So, <laughs> you know, I just try to not overwater. That's the best bet. Yeah. Um, I'd say another big thing. Um, as far as cons go, is um, tra training limitations. Um, and there are some people that are probably screaming, you know, at their, their stereo right now. But um, you definitely can train autos. Of course you can. And, you know, oh, you if, can. If, if you go back and you even look at my Instagram, um, you know, I, I get, you know, 15, 20 tops uh, at least. And that's from training. But you can't necessarily do the same type of training um, with an auto flower that you can with a photo period because... You know, once you, you stop manipulating and bending and twisting and popping, um, you're, you're kind of, you know, roughing them up a little bit. And sometimes they can take that and sometimes they can't. And um, a lot of times that'll depend on the strain. Yeah. Um, um, but at the end of the day, like you said, they, they are an, a, a cannabis plant and you can do everything to them that you would do to a normal cannabis plant. Um, but. It, they'd only have a finite life cycle. So like if, if your plant has 84 days of life and, and you're spending, you know, five, six, seven, eight days bending and, and pinching and twisting and doing whatever you're doing to train these plants, it's going to take another couple of days for that plant to recover. So that's time not spent growing flowers, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I'm, I've, I've tried a lot of different training methods and a lot of them work that very well. You know, I, I've topped autos, super cropped autos, uh, LST'd and I, I've had success with all, all of them. But, um, the thing that I, the growing style that I find works best with most of the strains uh, is just, uh, leaf tucking and lollipopping. You just kind of let them do their thing. If it, sometimes you can bend that top over and, and let them, you know, even out a little bit. But um, really, just be easy on them. Yeah, that's In my very, opinion. That's it, just how I do it. Exactly. And like you said, we both have different styles. Um, generally speaking, when I train an auto, I, I don't do a whole lot of training other than really bending over um, the top and, of course, some, you know, selective defoliating. But... Um, I feel, you know, ca cannabis itself is, is an, is an apical dominant plant. It wants to grow one big main top. And by you bending over that, that main stem, the tallest one, you're redistributing those hormones, causing the plant to, to branch out more because other branches will be able to compete. They all want to be the tallest branch. You just have to give them a chance. That's very, very true. Um, it, I think a lot of times there's a fine line between you know, the LST and the HST. Um, you, you can go too hard, too too fast on an autoflower, and, and it might fuck them up a little bit. But, oh, certainly. Um, you know, definitely 
LST, but just keep in mind that they only have a finite life cycle. So just yeah, that that con that countdown is is uh, on, you know, from day one, and, and it's gonna do, it's gonna finish, you know, when it's gonna finish. Yeah, and, uh, and, you know, if you're growing a photo, you could just keep it in veg and uh, let it recover and 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 be like full steam ahead when you flip it into flower but not with an auto you, you're kind of just left to uh its whims correct correct um all right carrying on this discussion um not to sit here and continue bashing autos but there is one more con that i really would like to bring up and that is the fact that you cannot clone an auto flower oh it's the worst part so <laughs> now, you, you can yes you can yeah i know I, that, I knew auto. we were going with this of course you can but you're better off just leaving that branch on the plant you, you would have just gotten you know more bud from it by just leaving it on the yeah, plant <laughs> yeah yeah it might get a little it might get like two or three times bigger maybe than than and it's listen it's a pretty cool way to increase a harvest if if you have the room and the time and you want to do that sort of thing but um for all intents and purposes you cannot clone an auto in the sense that you can get a keeper correct and that's that's a shame because yeah. you know i've i've had a couple plants where just whatever it is the structure the pro, the turp profile the the smoke itself is just so fucking good that you just want to keep it forever and you can't yeah i've been there been there myself um you know had a, a certain strain i really really liked I uh, couldn't keep it around. Uh, tried to replicate it a few times by popping other beans. Never was able to. Kind of just gave up on it. Um, I don't really mess around too much with autos anymore. I still throw um, throw them in the veg room every now and then. Um, or even... Um, oh, yeah. I, I've thrown them in a flower room, 12-12, let them grow that way. They um, Have you? Yeah, they, they take a little bit longer to finish that way. But the um, they finish out just the same um, as far as, like, you know, terpene profile frost all that um, i don't okay. really feel like the stunting they don't I, don't I really don't feel like they stunt at all they uh they they don't um they don't finish though in, in your average time at least you know i've only done it twice and um each time two different strains they took way longer to finish than they would have if i just you, you don't know. think that the uh like photo period plants get clicky and uh kind of bitchy towards the the they might, you know, and then maybe that's what scared it off. You know, she, was, she was, she was scared. She was a scared little bitch, and uh, T turns into like Mean Girls. Yeah, because she was surrounded by photos. You know what I mean? So maybe she <laughs> felt left out. You know, they think they're tough shit, man. They, they think they're, they think they're the shit. Yeah, but. yeah, yes, yes. So a lot of people have that superiority complex. You know that autos are shit, and uh, you know one of the main reasons um you know uh, for this episode in particular is i i want to change the mindset uh f to people that that auto flowers are, are not shit anymore um they well, were autos are great and in, in for what they are they're fantastic and like you said you can throw them in a in a, in a veg tent and for all the all you photo growers out there uh who've maybe had a bad experience with a low rider in the past um Try to get your hands on some of these new fire strains coming out now, and throw them in your veg tent, and just watch and see what happens, man. You'll be you'll be blown away. Yeah, I, I agree, and uh, people need to just give them a shot, you know. Um, so I, I've been doing a lot of the talking. Um, what do you feel um, are some pros and cons uh, to autos versus photos? Anything comes to your mind? 
Well, like we were talking about the cloning thing is a big one. Um, you know, I really wish I could keep a specific phenotype of a strain. Um, that's one of the things that's kind of a, a big misconception among people is um, like genotype versus phenotype. I, I get it fucked up all the time myself, you know, mm -hmm. and it's um, the genetic variation that lies even in like a, a, a strain of seeds. It's can be enormous sometimes. So like the, you can pop two of the same exact seeds from the same exact breeder and they could be pretty different plants really at the end of the day <laughs> oh, yeah. that'll smoke pretty differently. And it's like, that's one of the things about photos where like you can get a cut. A cut is a, you know, a phenotype that's been selected by someone who's went through dozens, maybe hundreds of, of plants and, and found the one that just like speaks to them and they just want to keep around. But it's with autos, you know, you're growing them from seed. It's more of a turn and burn type thing for me, at least. Like I, I just want to, I get them in my tent. I, I get them out my tent. I, I tell people out the door by day 84, you know, I give them 12 weeks to finish. And then usually I got more coming in cause I'm doing that like a uh, perpetual style grow where I have two tents. So by the time I got a couple that are day 84, I got a couple that are, day 34 getting huge in my in my baby tent ready to ready to get big so it's you know for me i just want to get them in and get them in my jars that's what it's all about all right yeah well it makes sense you know if uh it's working for you stick with it right and um if you know i i've followed your page for a while uh, you got some good content there. You're growing some fire, bud. So thanks, man. Uh, just keep doing what you're doing, right, man? Thanks, dude. I, you know, I like to just say, growing weeds should be fun. And if you're not having fun out there, you need to check yourself. Cause <laughs> we all grow in weed, man. It, sh it should be fun. So. Yeah, ab absolutely, absolutely. Now, um, myself, uh, I, I grow photos. Um, Primarily, like I said, I, I do grow autos here and there, but primarily I grow photos. And, and why they work for me um, is, you know, the, the biggest reason for, for me um, is, you know, the, the control and the, the training that I'm able to do. And, you know, I, I really don't like working from seed because of the genetic variance. Um, what I usually do to, to find something that I'm going to run is I will pop a seed or I'll take a clone in from somebody and I'll flower that out and, and see how it goes. And if I like it, I'll keep it around. Um, but before I, I do flower... How do you I'll, do that when it's if it's flowered? I, I, I kind of jumped ahead. Before I, I do flower, I'll take a cut. And ah. that way, back to the clone thing, right? I'll take a cut and I have that cut around. And if I like it after it's done, you know, drying, curing... I say, wow, you know, that was that was really nice. Um, I'll keep this clone around, right? If it's shit, I throw the clone away. Sometimes I get lazy <laughs> or forget and uh, don't take a cut. And in that case, I can uh, just re-veg the plant. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with that, but basically... No, it's that. So basically, you, you know, you harvest 
your plant, but you leave a little bit of growth on it, maybe just a, a you know a bud or two with a little bit of leaf matter, and you just throw that plant back into a vegetative light cycle. Normally I run 18.6, but on a reveg, I'll generally just throw it into 24-hour light, try to get the process going. Uh, it'll take uh, about a week and a half or so before you really start to see uh, any type of growth, sometimes longer, certain strains. And you'll notice it'll, they'll grow really, really weird because the plant's obviously confused as fuck. It's like, right, so this is, this is like after you've harvested your plant and it's a stump. Yep. You can put it back in, in a veg light cycle. Yep. And it'll just start growing shoots. Yeah. Uh, growing event. Over yeah. Again? Yeah. Um, first, it'll start what by just fuck? shooting off some weird leaves, like one finger leaves. Um, and then you'll start to see some normal growth come out of it. And then at that point, um, what I'll usually do is take a cut from it. I'm not going to try to grow that stump. Um, that just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Um, okay. I'll take a cut it, and then I have it. You know, now I have it. I honestly didn't know that, man. That's fucking crazy. Plants are honestly amazing. They really are. Um, <laughs> they really I learn are. so much every day just, like, watching the crazy shit that people do on Instagram and stuff. Like, it's... There's a lot of just amazingly gifted people out there growing this amazing plant. And you know what? It's cool as shit that we have this platform now that we can talk to each other and, like, maybe talk to some of them and learn from them and maybe uh you know grow with the plant <laughs> exactly man that's what it's all about so uh i we've been going here for for quite some time um is there anything else you'd like to add before we um wrap it up um no not too much dude i'm i'm like i said i'm very excited to get started uh, i'd like to thank the audience out there for listening and I hope you keep listening. Um, there's a lot of podcasts out there, dude. So, you know, it. the worst thing that you could do is not try. Um, <laughs> this, this, this might go nowhere, but it, it might end up being really great, too. So um, I'm, I'm just happy to be doing it with you. And Yeah, it's a lot of fun, getting man. Our, getting our uh, knowledge out there and sharing it with the community, dude. That's That's really what I wanted to do. Yeah, I, I think we uh, we did pretty good here for our first episode. Uh, lots more coming. Um, this, so this Hell is the yeah. first episode of Cultivation Conversation. My name is the Real Green Monster. Uh, I am I'm out. An auto flower. Yes, it's been real fun, buddy. Let's do this again soon. Yep, we're both on uh, Instagram. Um, you know, at the Real Green Monster and Captain Auto Flower. You can follow along the show at Cultivation conversation um, and we will talk to you next time thanks for listening don't forget to subscribe adios peace <laughs>